Um, just wanted to first of all say thank you to the music team. Like, um, that's okay. I don't think I can manage. Um, those songs um, are just so um, on par with what we're talking about um, with doubt and um, hope and then worship. So I just, yeah, it really spoke to me this morning with the music. Um, but yeah, I just want to introduce my awesome family. This is my lovely wife, Liz. Uh, I'm Duncan, by the way. <laughs> and this is our new addition, our little baby girl, Faith Shirley. So, um, yeah, yeah, like um, Mel and Kirk just asked us to share. Um, and I just wanted to share about our journey um, having little faith. So just, just a quick background, um, I've been part of this awesome church for just over three years now, and um, Liz has been attending for about 11 years. Um, and we got married three years ago, just over three years, and um, I'm originally from Nelson, and um, yeah, when we were dating it was always um, come to Nelson, you know, the sun's shining, and, but there was no surf in Nelson, so... Uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I look back and um, if I hadn't come here, I wouldn't be part of this church and, and have amazing friends and the support that you guys have given us. So it was definitely part of God's plan to come to Gisborne. Um, yeah, our wedding was um, interesting, as a lot of you know. Um, we were all arranged to get married at the surf club with 160 people and had lots of friends and family coming from Nelson, and then um, that lockdown came. So that was about a month before we'd get married. So we chose to get married the morning of lockdown um, with 12 people um, with a sunrise um, beach wedding. And um, yeah, we'd also planned this wonderful tropical holiday to Rarotonga. Uh, that ended up... Um, having um, isolation at Manatuki um, <laughs> with five roosters living outside our bedroom window that wanted to say hello at four in the morning. Um, but for us, our wedding was perfect. Um, Liz and I are not um, big fuss people and we like to keep it simple. Uh, apart from the roosters, it was perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. And um, it was amazing... Um, a good man in this church, I was able to video our, um, our wedding, and it was such a blessing like just to share with people over that lockdown period that couldn't attend. So big, big shout out to you, Malcolm Rutherford. And also for Carl and Shah, like they just jumped in last minute with one day's notice and married us, so that was such a blessing. Um, yeah, so with meeting my true love later on in life. We both dreamed of having a family, but it hasn't been an easy road for us, as a lot of you know. And um, Liz is gonna share more on this, um, about our journey um, with three miscarriages before we had little faith. And um, it was a real um, emotional roller coaster. Um, and we both had to really dig deep in our faith and trust God um, I was always really anxious about going sorry, darling, going to these baby scans and um, yeah, just hanging on to every word that was said. If you can just make it to 12 weeks, there's a higher chance you'll keep the baby, they would say. 
so excitingly, we went along um, with this little one at 12 weeks, only to be told there was an, an issue with her neck fluid and we'd have to go to a specialist in Auckland. Um, after Auckland, my heart really sunk. Um, yeah, we were um, taken into a room and after the scan and told there was, um, yeah, potential issues of genetic defects, hole in the heart, birth would potentially have to be in Waikato with surgery straight after. And um, that was a really tough, tough time. It was like, um, I question God so much, you know, why are you doing this to us? And um, <clears throat> after days of being angry and disappointed, um, yeah, just called out to God in prayer and um, had to choose to put all my faith that, um, that um, the Lord, you know, would give us a healthy baby. Liz was amazing um, encouragement to me and um, I just want to thank you all, like um, the, the encouraging text messages, the individual prayers, the hugs, the prayer meetings, um, encouraging scripture, you know, a hug out the door going, we're praying for you guys. It, it just, um, yeah, was was unbelievable um, supportive and I just, yeah, looking back, you know, we just couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> Um, but obviously there's a, there's a miracle here and, um, you know, to have our healthy daughter in our arms now, um, I just praise God every day. And, um, the, for me, this journey has just, just been about the power of prayer and, um, throughout my Christian work, walk, um, I haven't always been really committed to a church and, um, I just, you know, I've realized like, being part of a church family um, with other believers is just so important. So I'm going to pass you on to Liz now. Well, good morning. <clears throat> As Doug mentioned, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> I'm Liz. Um, I grew up in Gisborne and got saved as a kid attending an event where an ex-mongrel mob member who had just found Jesus shared his testimony. Um, so the power of a testimony is why I'm here. <laughs> My heart wanted to know the Jesus that forgave hard people like that man had been, and I responded to the altar call. Um, my teenage years were spent on my own tangent outside of church, uh, but in the old conversation with God... Um, I was kind of struggling in my family, we had broken family life and a little bit later on I had relationships that weren't healthy um, and I wasn't following God's ways and deep down I think I knew that. Um, a prayer for a church to go to while I was studying in Auckland after a rough breakup um, was stand out for me. A uni friend invited me along to Urban Vineyard in Auckland City and I've never been invited to church since. It's just that one time. Um, and I was baptised in that church at 22 by the pastors there, Vicky and Lloyd Rankin, who are um, a big part of the Vineyard Church in, in New Zealand. Um, as Doug mentioned, I'm going to talk about how God turned up in our recent hard time. 
I spoke at church on Mother's Day in 2021 about losing our baby through miscarriage at seven weeks. I was actually queued in the tea lab after our heartbreaking ultrasound when Shah called me. <laughs> and she said, hi Liz, I was wondering if you want to talk at church on Mother's Day about how good God is. And my immediate reaction was, oh, that's hard <laughs> to hear today. Um, of all the days to ask someone to speak at church about God's goodness, it was that day. Um, but the irony of that wasn't lost on me. I've walked with God a long time and knew maybe there was something in that. So I did spend a weekend of my miscarriage reflecting on God's goodness to me over the years so I could respond to what I was asking. My hope at that time was that God would use the heartbreak for good, that purpose would come out of our loss. And I believe he did that. Um, Mother's Day 22 was a lot different. I cried all through the service. <laughs> the previous January, we had our third loss in just over nine weeks. And I had, at the time, I had some worrying symptoms and let a close group of praying friends know. They turned up at our place to pray and declare life. I was so hopeful. I ended up in hospital devastated and without hope. Lord, where are you? I trusted you with this one. We told family and friends this time. From here began the slippery slope downward for me. I started to question my faith in a good God. I would look at all the families at church and I'd count your kids. One, two, three, they've got five. I just want one. Um, when things don't go how I hope or expect, I often find myself lamenting, where are you, God? Um, and I've realised that the wind is a helpful metaphor for me because at times like this, I can't see God, obviously, but I can see and hear what he moves. Um, and I see God move in my loving husband at the time, um, my caring, praying friends, all who lifted me in the days and weeks of my dark, hopeless feelings. And I'll never forget the picnic lunch some of you girls organised to support and acknowledge our loss. Um, the lovely food and the lovely flowers and just turning up for us. I see God moving, you, you faithful people. And like the wind moves the trees, he moves you and the small things and those really contributed to me, um, I guess, yeah, the faith trickling back into my life and I'm really humbled and grateful for that. So never think it's a small thing when you reach out to someone or God nudges you because it can be a real life changer for someone. Um, I also reflected on how God moved me in all of this as well. Um, I had a dream that I spoke to a group of homeless people about how precious the gift of life is because losing a life really made me appreciate that. And I'd look around at people and just think, you know how precious you are, you're here, you know? Um, so not long, not long after this, Duncan, Vicky, Rach and I went on a little prayer walk in town and we shared lunch with a group of homeless people. And one guy asked why we had stopped to chat and I had a chance to tell him about our loss, the realization of how precious he is in how loved he is by God. Um, God is always working in times of suffering. 
he often uses broken people to minister to more broken people. And I just look at that time, and yes, it was hard, but I have to say, how awesome is it to be used by God to love others? Um, and another example of that is in July 22, we farewelled the Weber family from the USA who were part of our church family. Many of you uh, know them and were good friends with them. Dunk and I only had a few chats with them. They knew of our challenges um, about having babies and that. Um, and the night before they left Gisborne, we ended up house-sitting next door to them in Sandy Cove, where I was house-sitting my brother's house, and Christine pops her head out the window and says to me, oh, Liz, um, come on over, I've got something for you. Um, she asked to lay hands on me and pray for us, and she randomly pulls out a box of pregnancy tests and says, oh, I've had these, I thought I need them, but I don't. Um, they're for you, they're Holy Spirit-filled. I just really have on my heart that God's got your, your next babies in this box of tests. And at that time, Dunk and I were like not even thinking about it. We'd parked that whole baby thing and we're just trying to get on with life. So this was, um, this was a really, really strange thing. And I have to say, um, I thought this girl is bold. Christine, you're bold. <laughs> if you know these guys, God's love and joy is all over them. So we did leave thinking, uh, with a little bit of hope. Um, so literally within an hour, we had a positive test. And when I reflect back at the months that followed the tough pregnancy we had, God knew we needed that encouragement to hope again and um, to really, yeah, tuck into him and put our hope in him. Um, so yeah, Faith Shirley Francis was born safely on the 21st of March, 23. Our miracle girl screeching in pew too. <laughs> what an honour to be her parents. Um, to the girls who came to pray life that night in 2021, I know sometimes we have these big prayer meetings and we feel a little bit gutted when they're not answered, but I really feel that God's answer wasn't no, it was just wait. And um, Dunk and I watched a film called Heaven is for Real, and in it, a little boy is near death and has an experience of getting a glimpse of heaven. Um, and he witnesses things that are impossible for him to know, which causes his dad to write a book about it and became a film. And one of the things that stood out to Duncan and I is this. The little boy says to his mum one day, I met my sister with Jesus. His mum's confused because his sister's in the room with him. And the boy here insists he met his sister in heaven and she didn't have a name because she died in her mum's tummy. Now, his mum had not told the kids of this miscarriage. She didn't even know it was a girl. This was incredibly healing for Duncan and I to ponder that our lost babies are with Jesus. Um, so, yeah, gosh. You know, to, to have that kind of come from somewhere else, that your kids are in heaven with God, and, you know, his goodness and glory has been on, on our way in our waiting period and in my heart I really wanted to acknowledge those, those tiny family members that we lost no matter how small and I know many others have felt the same way often finding it hard to talk about and um, I'd just like to take this opportunity to acknowledge all the babies related to this church family that didn't make it into our arms but took the fast track to Jesus and I just have a request that um, please could everybody just stand with me now, um, as we just 
take some time to show love and honour respect to those little lives. And um, yeah, we'll just take a moment. <clears throat> brokenhearted here today, whatever this story. Um, thank you for speaking to us and nudging us so that we can bless others. You just help each of us have our hearts always turn to you, to be stirred by you. time in the week you want some prayers just get in touch Um, and if anyone here also has on their heart they want to invite Jesus into their lives it's just a few simple words and I'd be really happy to help you with that as well thank you thank you so much Liz and Duncan and Caroline for what you've shared this morning and just for your vulnerability honesty um, and your stories because they are powerful Um, we'll finish the service here but if you want to be prayed for Liz is more than happy to pray I know Caroline would love to pray with people I know there's other people who love to pray with people so do just come up front um, and we would love to pray with you like Liz said if if you want to know what it means to be in relationship with Jesus there's plenty of people who would love to pray with you and talk to you Um, But also we'll have cups of tea and biscuits and time to just be together and share. So thank you for being here. Bless you as you go into your week.